Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and today I am interviewing Volusia County School Board Chairwoman Melody Johnson, who's traveling the state to try and encourage leaders in other school boards and other communities to fight against the state's funding formula of district cost differentials. That program allows the state to shift some of the state tax revenue from school districts where it costs less to do business to school districts where it costs more to do business. Johnson is trying to, as I said, convince other people to help her fight against this formula and get money to stay in the districts where it is generated. Let's take a listen. So um, thanks so much for talking with me. I'm so interested in this issue of the DCD, and I wanted to know what even brought you around to talking about it in the first place, how it came to your attention that it was something you needed to tackle. Well, Volusia County has been affected the worst or hit the hardest by this robbery, as I call it. Um, we've lost over $140 million since 2004, and we'll lose $11 million this year alone. So just the idea that our money was our local dollars were going somewhere else was very upsetting. I've murmured. I've been on the school board since 2014, and I've murmured um, and been upset by it all along. But about a month ago, I got really upset and said, I'm just going to start driving and talking to other counties and see if they're just as upset as we are. This is wrong. And are you finding that they are? Are they as upset as you are? They are. Um, one county um, wasn't as aware as, um, or at least a couple of the board members weren't, the longer timers were, of what this was exactly. But the more you explain, you know, you send a dollar to Tallahassee for your children, and then they're sending back 96 cents in Volusia County's case. Some counties are getting as low as 91 cents. Um, but we send back this 90 US dollar, and then it equates to big losses. And it is from average and poorer counties that are supporting the wealthier counties. So if you've heard it, I've been saying reverse Robin Hood or backwards Robin Hood because it's the government making a decision to take from who they choose to through a formula. And the formula is obscure. And um, one of the media outlets interviewed me, and they kept questioning, well, how do they do this? How do they make these decisions? And nobody had the answer. I thought, though, I thought, though, that the issue was one of creating an equitable system where nobody can tax more than anybody else can throughout the state to and get, you know, equal amounts of per student funding, but at the same time take into consideration the cost of living in each place. That seems to be fair in some regards, or am I just misunderstanding why it's not fair? Well, the inequality or the unfairness it's fundamentally wrong because my people in my district or my county have said, I'm going to pay this to my schools. And then our, our pennies are leaving of every dollar. So does that happen ever on an ambulance or a fire department or a police department? Do they ever take tax dollars from one county and move them to support another county? 
This does not create equity. When we started this formula in Volusia County in 2004, we were sitting about 40% free and reduced lunch. Well, now we're at 65% free and reduced lunch. So this did not create equity for us in any way. Um, but our taxpayers went to the ballot and agreed to a half-cent sales tax because they saw the deficit. They saw us losing money every legislative session. So they agreed to help support us yet again. So I don't know that, I honestly have never heard it put that it was to make taxing less than everywhere else. But the counties that have more money seems like they would raise more money um, in these bigger, more expensive counties. So to me, that doesn't make sense anymore. Because it's not the truth. It's not how it worked out. Now, the, my understanding is that the Senate has agreed to have OPAGA review this. Is that a good step, or is that not enough of a step for you? We've, it's not enough. In 2010, it made it to the governor's desk, and he vetoed it. So it got out of House and Senate. Then in 2016, it didn't even make it out of committee because they wanted to eliminate the study. And then in 2017, it was vetoed again. So I don't understand vetoing something that negatively impacts 83% of the state of counties of Florida. So no, I think that we've already we've already played this game, if you will, of studying it, of it saying it's the right thing to do. It's not the right thing any longer, and it's time to just put a moratorium on it. Let's stop it. Do you think it could happen that quickly, just by taking an action in the legislature and saying this is over? And that would just solve the problem? You know, they had they had said, my husband was sharing with me, they had said fracking was legal in the state of Florida, but they put a moratorium on it so it could be studied further. Let's put a moratorium on this because we keep talking about studying, we keep talking about changing it, we keep talking about how it negatively impacts, yet we don't do anything about it. That's where I'm frustrated, if you will. I want them to do action. I want them to stop it. And quite honestly, if they're unwilling, then let's take it to the people. Let's ask 83% of the counties in Florida if they like giving their tax dollars to other people's children. So are you suggesting some sort of um, statewide referendum of some sort? If I have to, but I don't want to. I want them to see the wrongness of this. Now, having said all of this, if they see a need in those other counties, the, the 12 counties are receiving all the, the educational welfare, if they see the need, then that's their choice to give them other funds. I'm not opposed to that in any way, shape, or form that they do that, but give us our dollar back. That's all I've asked consistently. Did we send a dollar? Give us our dollar back. Because this year we had a $1.7 or $1.8 million deficit that we had to borrow from our savings account because of this $11 million hole. We had to stop a couple programs that were very good for our middle schoolers because of the cost, because we're being taken from. How many counties have you visited so far, and what has been the reaction? I have been to four or five counties. I think four. And um, they agree. They align. What I think happened, somebody asked me, why do you think everybody just stopped fighting this, if you will? And I said, what I think happened is we felt like we were alone, each individual county. We felt like we couldn't go against these powerhouses in the big, in the big counties that had more political pull, that had more lobbyists, that had more everything. But now I feel like if I go to these counties and they realize they're not alone anymore, that if 55 counties stood up and said, that's enough, we're done, 
and maybe something would actually change over all of us just feeling frustrated and alone. You know, Friday I sat here and I was tweeting to every county that has a loss. I actually have their amounts. I asked my financial department to figure it out. I'm like, what could you have done with $5 million to one county? What could you have done with $4 million this year for your students? See, that's the, the issue in my heart. The fundamental problem is, is you're taking it from our tax district, our hardworking tax district, and you're putting it somewhere else. Local dollars are leaving. That was planned for our own, very own children. So do you anticipate anything further coming of this anytime soon, or do you have to wait for the legislative session, or or will you use that time to gather more momentum among all the school districts? I'm absolutely still traveling. Um, I've got, I went last night to our local city commission where I live. That's what I'm asking every school board member to do is go to their own city commission. Well, they got excited. They're already frustrated by it. They were very aware of it. But now they're going to reach out at a, at a city level to 54 other counties. They're willing to take this on as well. And that's what I, I definitely cannot do this alone. I need everybody to get in their community and become as passionate. I'm speaking before our chambers of commerce. I'm going to the county council soon. I'm going to, um, I plan on visiting Highlands County. The first meeting I could do is the day after Labor Day that we're not meeting. So um, that's a, that slows me down a little bit because a lot of school boards meet at the exact same time I am. So I can't quite leave, but I'm actually planning on possibly having a gavel to the vice chair or um, taking a break and going to Skype them so I can talk to them on the TV because I find it so valuable. This is so important an issue. And I think that as we make people more aware, then they'll see this is just wrong. It's done. Maybe it served a purpose way back when, but the purpose is gone. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you talking with me. This is really instructive, and I'm sure that as I share this information with other people, they'll probably either agree with you or argue with you about it at some point. So, so. <laughs> well, Miami, I don't know if you heard this. Um, it's been said publicly and on radio and everything. They said they welcome the study because they think they're entitled to more. Well, they can have more if it's from their district. Um, it's just my district can't afford to give any more away. We've been robbed long enough. Well, very good. We're thank- making this aware, people aware. And thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much. And that's the end of our interview. If you want to comment on this issue or any others that we cover, please visit our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. You can also follow all of our breaking news on our blog, tampabay.com gradebook. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek saying again, thanks for listening.